I don't know about you, but it is not even officially summer yet here in Seattle, and I am already feeling the crunch and weirdness of summer schedules, which is why I am here in my, basically my pajamas, with my face cream already on, if you want to picture that, coming at you to talk to you about summer food ideas. Here's the thing. I know there's a ton of stressful things about the summer and food is not the only piece of it, but food is what I'm qualified to talk about. So today I'm going to share some of my thoughts around summer food ideas, including summer food schedules, summer dinner ideas, summer snacks, and talk a little bit about what's in season. You can find the show notes for this episode over at cookingwithafullplate.com slash summer food ideas. But before we get started, let's hear the intro. Hi there, I'm Amy. I'm a mom, a natural food chef, and the host of the Feel Good Family Food Podcast. Just like you, I have more to do in a day than could possibly get done, and kids who say their favorite foods are things like... Gummy bread. Pretzel, of course. Maggie. Ice cream, yum. On this podcast, I'm using my 10 years of professional food experience plus real-world nutrition to help real parents more easily feed their families healthy food more often. Stick with me for tips, tricks, and actionable steps to start feeling good about feeding your family. All right. So as I mentioned, summer is so weird. And seriously, we're not even in summer here in Seattle, but I feel like I'm already off schedule. We went away for a long weekend, which was amazing. We had a four-hour drive that took us six hours because kids we got home and had like a ton of laundry to do and needed to empty the dishwasher so that it could be refilled so that we could run it before school tomorrow. There's grocery shopping to be done. And in fact, I was trying to do a Prime Now delivery and I was being all ambitious and using this book to guide me because I don't even know what I want to make for this week. And then I found out that the delivery wouldn't come till eight to 10 tomorrow morning. All of this to say that things are weird. Are things weird for you too? I think they probably are. And one of the things that I most commonly hear from folks is that summer comes along, all of our routines are thrown off, you're seeing friends and you're going to pool parties and you're having fun, but oftentimes it throws off all the hard work you've done around food with your family in the rest of the year. So in today's episode on summer food ideas, I want to share with you some ideas on how we can not lose momentum, but also how we can make the most of summer, have fun, enjoy ourselves, get rid of any food guilt or stress that might come along with it by creating some simple structures and then allowing ourselves to really enjoy everything from there. So when it comes to summer food schedules, I keep it pretty darn simple. And you know, I have two little kids, so I get that this might not be as simple for everyone else. But I think when in doubt, keeping your schedule similar to the rest of the year is your best bet. So what that looks like for us is that we wake up and we have breakfast and then there's a morning snack around 10 a.m. Usually the kids have that at school, but I of course become in charge of it, which is one of the tricky things around summer. Around noon to one, we'll go ahead and have lunch. And then around three-ish, 2.30 to 3.30, maybe 4, depending on how on top of it I am, we'll have a heavy snack. That's actually when the kids usually eat the most. So I like to serve something veggie heavy, fatty heavy, protein heavy at that time, because it's actually when they're most likely to eat when they've been running around and working up their energy. So something like a snack platter or even a sandwich, you really don't need to be hindered by what is actually snack food. So I encourage you to kind of think outside the box here. And then finally, we'll have dinner as a family around 
between 5.30 and 6.30, ideally. Often it stretches to 7 because it's nice and bright here all summer long. And then the kids will usually have a bedtime snack, which is just sliced pears or bananas or apples, whatever it is that they have. So our summer food schedule is pretty simple. Like I said, it is similar to what we do the rest of the year. And if you don't have a schedule in mind yet, I would really encourage you to think about this because whether your kids are two or 12, I think having really clear expectations around when they're going to be eating and what's available to them at those times is not only helpful to them in anticipating what they need to eat when and how much of it they'll want because they'll know when food comes next, but it also helps you in making your purchasing decisions. I don't know about you, but I have found that it is so tricky when my kids have like endless access to the snacks that we have on hand to know how much I need to buy every week and what I need to have available. And creating a structure like this, whatever that structure may look like for you, is a really simple way to create guidelines for yourself as well. If you are super organized, more organized than I am, you could even put this into a meal plan where you have like two snacks every day, um, the meals, and then a bedtime snack if you do that sort of thing. And just a plug for the fact that all this goes back to the division of responsibility of feeding, DOR, as you may have heard it referred to, which is created by Ellen Satter and is all about parents being in charge of the what, the when, and the where of food and the kids being in charge of the weather and how much. And truthfully, it being summer doesn't change any of that. The cool thing about having a summer schedule like this is that it also really helps you to create a healthy baseline so that treats are just that. They are kind of like interludes to otherwise nutritious, balanced eating. And that is always my goal because it provides us freedom. Like this kind of structure in our eating actually provides us more freedom in the long run. So when dinner time becomes beach time and ice cream with friends instead, I know they've gotten that healthy snack earlier and it's a lot less stressful for me and a lot less impactful for them. And truthfully, less impactful for me too, because I kind of follow the same thing for myself. So that's just my plug for summer food schedules. And I will write this all down again. The show notes are at cookingwithafullplate.com slash summer food ideas if you want to check those out. So let's talk about the beauty of summer. My favorite fruits and vegetables are all in season in the summer. And if you, like me, don't have access to all of these things at your farmer's market year-round, it becomes extra special. We're spoiled in California, which is where I've lived before. But here in Seattle, the food is really seasonal when you shop somewhere like the farmer's market or more locally. So that means we don't have beautiful tomatoes until the middle of summer. The other things I am always waiting for are local strawberries, local blackberries, raspberries, blueberries. Um, We get some watermelon. What are some other favorites? Oh, sweet corn in the summer just can't be beat. Uh, Zucchini is super abundant in the summer. And actually green beans are kind of a summer food. It's so funny because I always associate them with Thanksgiving. But in actuality, they're much more in season in the summer than they are in the winter. What other things do we love? Uh, Oh my gosh, peaches and cherries and basically any stone fruit, plums and apricots and all of these things. And why am I sharing with you in-season summer foods? The reason for that is just to showcase that summer is an amazing time to focus on these less processed, more nutritious foods and really highlight the things that are at their best in the summertime. I know that summer can like conjure ideas of popsicles and treats and ice cream and 
pizza dinners with friends and barbecues and grill outs and all of those things. But I think that there is so much fresh seasonal food available during this time that if you can really work on highlighting that with your kids and adding some of it into every meal you have, regardless of what that is, this is a real opportunity to teach them about seasonality, maybe even take them out to a local farm to see things in action actually growing and to enjoy quite literally the fruits and vegetables of summer. So that's my plug to get out there and try some in-season fruits and vegetables. Get your kids trying some new things if these are things they haven't had a lot of exposure to in the past. And of course, you're going to be adding that extra punch of nutrition, even if dinner itself is a burger or pizza or whatever that might look like for you guys during the summer. So along with that, let's talk about summer snacks. Now, similar to the summer schedule issue, I don't think that you need to make summer snacks very complicated. We certainly don't keep them complicated in our house. So knowing that there's going to be a lot of chips and parties and all of those things, what summer snacks look like in our home is really similar to what they look like the rest of the year. And I'll just list out some ideas for you and try to include some of that fresh summer produce in there because I think that you can make some really beautiful options for your kids and yourself that are delicious and nutritious given the bounty of summer. So some of the things that I love to serve would be like mozzarella and fresh peaches. So I'm always trying to pair like a protein and a carb, you know, watermelon with some nuts if your kids are an age that they could have them and maybe some avocado alongside. So trying to have kind of like a pairing of different things. Uh, what are other things? I mean, cherries, come on. Now, my two-year-old needs a lot of help with cherries, so it's not quite as simple of a snack, but cherries will keep my five-year-old busy forever because he's trying to pick the pits out. We can house a two-pound bag of cherries in like an hour together. So we could have cherries along with some fresh unsweetened yogurt, and that could be a really good snack. Also, one of the things that we love to do in the summer is make our own popsicles. So One of my strategies for making sure we have popsicles on hand is one, having a really awesome popsicle maker. And I'll share in the show notes, the one that we love along with some other favorites that I've seen around town. But the other thing that you can do is just make fresh smoothies in the morning, including some of those in-season produce items that I shared earlier, and then freeze any extras in your popsicle maker. And if you are really into having fun. One of the things we've also liked to do in the past is play around with doing like layered popsicles. So you could do like a little bit of a few different leftover smoothies and get the popsicle stick in there about halfway through. And that's a really fun way to make a treat that looks super fun, but in the end is incredibly nutritious and satisfies that like hot summer craving that so many of us have when we're like, oh, I don't really want to eat something warm. And I certainly don't really want to make something warm. And popsicles are a go-to for that. Similarly, we are all about smoothies in the summer as a way to cool off and as a way to really enjoy fresh summer produce. And that can be a really awesome snack too. And bonus points that it can also be a kid activity helping you make those treats. So definitely that. And then the other thing that I always feel like in summer is where we might often make like a healthier baked good like muffins or something. We really aren't inclined to do a lot of cooking in the summer because, hello, it's already so stinking hot in our house. And so what we'll do instead is make some no-bake treats, something like um, date balls. I have this favorite raw donut hole recipe, and I'll link to a few different ideas for uncooked treats 
in the show notes so that you can check those out and maybe make an activity out of it. It's seriously such an awesome way to kill those hot summer afternoons where it's almost too warm to be outside, which is sacrilege. We're just getting over winter here in Seattle, but there are definitely places where I know that you aren't able to spend so much time outside. So after you've been in the sun, you can make some no-bake treats and you can store them in the fridge or even the freezer so that you have more healthy go-to items on those hot summer days when you aren't willing to heat up the um, house using the oven or the stove or whatever you might be using. And that's a great segue into this summer dinner ideas section. So similarly in the summer, I am just not inclined to turn on a stove or oven and try to make something. And so one of the keys for me of making healthy dinners in the summer is doing a little bit of pre-cooking. What that pre-cooking can look like is cooking up some hard-boiled eggs at the beginning of the week. I'll usually do that in the morning before it's heated up. I might buy a rotisserie chicken or poach some chicken breasts or bake some chicken in the oven so that I have some chicken that I can shred up. I rely heavily on like pre-made items, including canned beans that I can just rinse and throw into a salad. I have no shame in the chopped salad game. So I have been big on buying these chopped salads pre-made at Whole Foods. You can buy them at Costco as well in really big quantities. And the amazing thing about them is that all the veggies are prepped. So if it's too hot to even stand at the counter and cut things, which I know that it sometimes is, these are amazing because you can make the salad. You could add a little bit of chicken or canned beans to it. You can keep the toppings off and even keep the dressing off if it's not in line with your dietary guidelines. If you don't feel good about the ingredients, you can make your own dressing, but that is so much easier than making the whole thing from scratch. Similarly, meals in the summer, just like the rest of the year, and I've been sharing a lot of this in my Instagram stories, we keep them really simple. So slicing up bell peppers at the beginning of the week, having some baby carrots that can go along with things. All of these are really simple ways that I can get veggies into my kids without having to say like roast cauliflower, which is a favorite in our house, or roast broccoli, which is just way too stinking hot for the summer. I'm actually going to share in the show notes five five minute or less meal prep things that you can do at the beginning of the week. I think these are going to be really helpful as you go into the summer to keep the heat down and concentrate your cooking into really simple steps in a really short timeline in the mornings before it gets too hot near you. I hope it's before it gets too hot for you so that you can get things done, that you can have healthy things on hand without all of the struggle and the heat and all of the things that often go along with cooking. I actually have a post at my website. It's called 15 Summer Dinner Ideas for Hot Days. And you can find that at cookingwithafullplate.com slash summer dinner ideas hot days maybe somewhat obviously. And I'm also linking to that in the show notes. You can check them out. And some of the things that I have on here are like rice noodles with veggies in an Asian dressing. The thing I love about rice noodles is that you don't even need to cook them. You just soak them in hot water. So those are really amazing. Hand rolls made with avocado and crab salad. So you don't even have to include rice here if you haven't pre-cooked it. And you can just roll those up in some seaweed. We do a mock tuna salad with garbanzo beans. Obviously, kebabs on the grill are a great way to get outside, assuming it's not too hot out there. Um, Any kind of grilled meat served alongside grilled veggies. I have a tray that I love to grill on, and I always throw veggies on the grill because even if we don't eat them for that meal, I can save them and serve them at another meal, make them a part of another meal, say like blend them into pizza sauce, or I will often chop them up and throw them into a salad for me with some canned beans and some cheese and some dressing. 
I am good to go for lunch. And then that's another meal I don't have to think about. And I don't have to do anything about cooking. I also love zoodles, which you can like salt and then you don't even really have to cook them or you can cook them in a pan if it's not quite so hot. Um, Another of my meal prep things is cooking rice at the beginning of the week. And the awesome thing about leftover rice is that it's obviously filling, especially if you're using brown rice, it's a super healthy carbohydrate. And if you mix that with veggies and dressing and cheese, you can make a cold grain salad really easily. We do a lot of family charcuterie platters. I call this snack boards, but family charcuterie sounds much fancier. Um, Frozen veggie burgers on the grill, or even like there's some awesome frozen grass-fed beef burgers. So I haven't found so much benefit in making my own veggie burgers or beef burgers. I honestly think the flavor is often better in pre-made ones. So rely on that, like use that to your advantage. We love a good watermelon feta salad. You could use an Instant Pot, which doesn't heat up the kitchen. And I actually did an episode on the Instant Pot last week, if you're wondering if you really need one. You could grill sausages and serve them alongside a salad. Again, that's assuming it's not too hot to grill. Oh my gosh, amazing summer salad. It's tomatoes and avocado and salt and pepper, and you just dice them up and mix them together. And that will even keep for a few days if you use a citrus dressing. It's going to keep the avocado from browning. So that's a really good one to store in the fridge and use it as a side to things. And then, of course, you could order delivery as another summer dinner idea. These are all the ideas I have for you today. I hope it's helpful as you get into the craziness of summer. And per usual, I have one action for you today, which is can you come up with a list of healthy summer snacks that you could keep on hand for your kids to choose from at those snack times? I think you can. And I would love to see what it is. So I'm going to make my own list and I will share it over at Instagram. My handle is at cooking with a full plate. You can follow me there and you can check out my summer snack ideas, what I'm going to be keeping on hand. And if you make one, I would love it if you would tag me on Instagram and show me what your healthy summer snack ideas are. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I will talk to you guys again next Tuesday and fingers crossed that your summer is starting off a little more smoothly than mine. Take care.